Buzz with Maya the Bee. Welcome back to The Buzz with Maya the Bee. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, We have a special show today. It's focusing on dating and relationship basics. And who better to join me than my girl, the lovely Jay from the Cindy's and other radio shows you guys probably remember. Um, Thanks, Jay, so much for coming. (laughs) Hi, everybody. <laughs> Back to our normal uh, little tricks again. Um, so this is going to be fun. And then we have someone who is uh, not only an author, but he is a relationship coach. We have Jason Ortiz on the line as well. Very hey, excited. everybody. <laughs> so Appreciate it. To have you guys both on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so, uh, first, before we start, because we were just talking about this a little bit before we um, we started, but you know, the it's it, it. I was just saying to Jay, like we we figured out the the situationships we've been in, our in, entanglements. We just didn't know the the right the yes. proper wording for this. But thanks, Jada. Uh, she, the triple right, OG. Right. All this time I was saying, I know, right? Exactly. I was saying jump off. Yeah. I was saying situation shifts this up, but exactly. clearly that's not it was what an it entanglement, was. and I'm still entangled with so many uh, of my yeah. past entanglements. It's like, what the fuck? You never get right. You never get detangled from those people, so. right? At all. So tell at me, all. what do you guys think about um, the whole Jada Will in August thing? Because a lot first, I've seen a lot of people go like the route of like. August is a clown. Why would he even say something like that and bring that up? And then I see other people saying, Jada is a sexual predator. If this was a man, she would be, uh, you know, the, the girl would be in the Me Too movement, you know, like this whole thing. So what do you guys think about it? I'm going to be very, very honest. I actually don't <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> But if we want to have a conversation okay. about it, we can do that too. <laughs> I like um, it. <laughs> um, yeah, at first, when I first saw, saw it pop up, I was kind of like, ugh, because it kind of turned me off to him. Because I'm like, ew, why is he out there telling a business? And it's, it wasn't like right. it just happened, you know? So that's what I first thought. And then, you know, you start hearing other people talk about stuff. And you're kind of like, hmm, maybe right. she is a predator. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, it's one of those things that I feel like everybody has it so so much bigger than right. what it really needs to be, really, for real. I think everybody's just bored at this point. I know. <laughs> that's need true. something to talk about. <laughs> Quarantine life. <laughs> Give us something. I mean, I, I do think that how they were, intro- you know, how they were introduced and um, what was going on with him health-wise and stuff. And then, like, how did that turn into that's you know an entanglement i'm just kind of like hmm that's yeah that is that (laughs) the whole thing is it's just i just would feel so like (laughs) imagine you know having a relationship with your child's friend and you know it's just weird and then if he has mental issues too on top of it it's like okay that's really like you know taking advantage because if you're trying to so-called help this like what are you are you soothing 
with the pussy. <laughs> right. Like, what happened? Sat, exactly. sat on it. I'm to do this sexual healing real quick, August. This yeah, exactly. This is gonna make you be exactly. right, but then later. What do you what do you think, Jason? Exactly. So so, so. Okay. Um, I didn't care. On a personal level, I don't care. But it took like I, maybe like three or four days of getting this link in my private message that I finally watched it. And I felt like I was forced to watch it, but I watched this whole, um, what was it called? Red Table Talk? Yes. Yes. So I saw the Red Table Talk episode. And this is what I got from it. Um, I couldn't help but think about um, when I was working at Bellevue Hospital in the psych department. And one of the... <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. You're gonna see. You're gonna see how it fits. Okay. And one one thing they tell you that is, um, you never get into relationships with the patients. And the reason for that, and no, no, the reason why it's I unethical know. is because one is hurting and trying to heal, and you have a psychological advantage over them. And you'll never be on the even playing field, mm-hmm. and that's not fair to the patient. And all the words she used in describing this entanglement described him as mm. this hurting person that she wanted to help heal and how good it felt to help heal him. And I just kept thinking, oh my God, she's this fucked up coworker I never want to work with. <laughs> like she's the coworker that I'm like, right. dude, you're gonna get fired. Stop doing that shit. <laughs> like that's who she was. And and I was just like, this is wrong. And I don't look at I don't the age just I, I someone said I think he was like 23. Is he something like that? So I don't really get yeah. into that because um you know, I don't know how old mm-hmm. she is, maybe 40s or 50, I don't know. But um, even if it's a big age disparity, they're both adults. I don't get into that part because, you know, the, the what ifs and the, the flip the genders. And I don't right. get into those arguments because, you know, the most important component <laughs> to me was his state of mind and right. how there is no there's no equal playing field there. So. She made it come mm-hmm. across, and maybe I was overanalyzing on a professional level, but she made it come across like, um, you know, she she used him in a sense to heal herself. And um, herself. in doing so, you know, she came across as, oh, I helped him heal too. But I don't think she realized that maybe him feeling healed was the time being spent with her and him probably expressing it mm-hmm. late bringing right. it back up. I know people be like, oh, he's a fool, he's a clown. I, I, I think he's hurt. I don't think any, all the other stuff, he's a young mm-hmm. kid, and maybe it's because I'm old, but he's a young kid to me. And um, I think he's just a hurt kid. He's 23 or whatever it was. And he's very young and very hurt. And, you know, would I have done it the way he did it? Of course not. But um, I'm not going to bash him for it because right. maybe that's the only way he feels like he has to let it out. And now I'm hearing there's a song and, oh, and oh, no. so, so yes. I mean, he's, no. he's a young dude and this is like the whole, and if he already had issues for all those years and they knew that for all these years and even will acknowledge that the kid was in some type of different state of, you know, where he needed some type of help and they were helping him, uh, you know, and, and as a family. Uh-huh. So, this kid has issues that we probably don't know about. And it looked like they wanted to touch on it more, but they didn't. And I'm happy they didn't because that's not our business. But I just feel like on a professional level, how I analyzed it was she could have caused the dude way more harm in using him to make herself feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, probably like, oh, I got the young boy or whatever it was, mm-hmm. was her end game. And, right. you know, yeah. Okay. And, 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 <laughs> and this may sound like <laughs> Like the, the 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 childish element of me, but 
I, I couldn't help but like <laughs> feel sad, but then laugh at the whole when she mentioned entanglement and Will was like, you mean relationship? And she was like, uh, and I was just like, <laughs> what kind of soap opera shit am I watching? But I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. I felt like Will was like, yeah. well, I got Damien in the back anyway, so I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only doing this for Jada. I was waiting for it. He didn't look that phased. Like, he didn't look troubled in that interview. First of all, I watched just that. I didn't watch the August Alcina because I didn't realize that was I thought that was like a meme for the longest with that, with that red, <laughs> the red sponge hair. I was like, who is this clown? I don't know who this is. And then I put every, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my. Oh, he is fucking nuts. Like, they didn't even look at this guy. It's crazy. But um, I think that Will really just did not give a shit. And I feel like they just, you know, did this for whatever. Maybe she felt like she needed to set the record straight for you know, everybody, and she's like, I brought myself to the table, because I'm so accountable. I'm like, oh, God. Right. Oh, my God, I can't, yeah, I feel like after this whole situation, I'm kind of looking at her a little different, and them, too, as a couple, because everybody's always been like, black love, and we want to, Will and Jada, that we want to be like that, and it's just kind of like, well, why? Like, you see how the grass seems greener on the other side? That is so true. (laughs) Like, you know, and then what was it? Ex- I really didn't even watch yeah. the whole thing because I just couldn't. I was like, <laughs> over it. Like, I'm one of those people. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is I know. I just Goodbye. wanted to see entanglement being <laughs> said. Yeah. But I heard exactly. I heard at the end that what did how did they like leave the um the the end of the show or something? They did like some whatever. Oh, like, they did uh, the the movie quote. Oh, we ride together, die together. What's whatever they said? I was like, what do they do? Yeah, you. So, have you ever seen the Bad Boys movie with him and Martin Lawrence? Yes. And he says that line: "We ride together, we die together, Bad Boys for life." Oh my God! They said bad marriage for life, and I was just like, "What? Bad marriage? Like Like, how you giving each other a pound?" And then they gave each other a pound like they was brothers, and I was like, "Wait." Yeah, knuckle bumping on bad marriage for life. I was like, that just it just right. it just felt so weird. Right. I I think they're like best friends, like maybe. And, and it may be well, that they may just be like a, a family just by name, so, but not right. in a heart. Right. Yeah. They say that they are. They're not. Um. They're life okay. partners. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, let's, on, on, on talking about life partners, let's transition over to the topic of the night because, uh, all right, the, the, first epi- the first part of this episode will be more about like dating, looking for that life partner. Um, and let's just set the tone. It's, a, it's 2020 in quarantine season. Like, it, mm-hmm. like this shit was not hard enough before quarantine. <laughs> now we have the masks, we have the, I don't want to catch fucking COVID from you so I don't know if I want to go out on a date with you kind of thing like so there's all these new elements and then there's old elements like social media and apps and things like that to come into play and all that stuff Um, but being that it's you know 2020 and things are much different um, even like the approach to dating is different Um, how okay we'll, we'll go with Jay first on this one but um, okay. like, what is your approach to dating right now? Like, are you 
apping or using apps? Like, how do you even do this? Like, what do you do to, to date? <laughs> okay. I'm laughing. I, you know, as far as anybody knew, like, no, you're not going to come up. First right. of all, we're wearing masks. Okay, so, and I don't want you to pull it down to talk to me. So at this point, there's no, like, let's meet. And I don't even want to talk to you. You stay over there. But um, so whoever was already in rotation okay. is right, still there. <laughs> they're still there. <laughs> and so COVID is yeah. over and further notice, and they're still there. <laughs> well, You're like, keep the there. safe one. We already know he's safe. He's not. <laughs> None. Yes. Okay. Right. But do you use you app? Know? Like, have you used apps ever? Or? I I've tried the apps before. My sister actually put me onto it because she was like, she's living in Florida, and she's like, I can't. It's right. like terrible out here. <laughs> like, I can't find anything. So she put me onto the apps. This was years ago. Um, and I tried it. I really did, and it just. I even spoke to people yeah. like, oh, hey, let's try it. And then it just, it just wasn't for me. <laughs> you know, I did happen to see a lot of people I knew. Oh, on that's it, so the like, worst. Guys, I was like, oh, look at you on here too. <laughs> that's the absolute <laughs> worst. Because it's like, do you feel like a loser or you're like, great. Now he's going to go tell all his fucking friends that, oh, okay. Well, guess what? Yeah, then exactly. I <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to tell your wife. Just so I felt safe. <laughs> just joking. Yeah, I didn't feel like um, that is so funny. What? If, okay, so Jason, what do you? I know you're married, but like, what are the trends that you're seeing in dating and how people are getting to know each other? So, one thing that I noticed, which is incredibly disheartening, is that um, because of online dating, it kind of affected the way how we really respect each other. So, for example, right, everything that isn't to the liking of the recipient is now screenshotted and mocked. And don't get me wrong, some of it is funny, but some of it is like, do you want attention? I'm not sure why you posted that. And I think and I think that we forget that behind those words, behind those pixels, behind that picture, it's somebody's there. Right. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, unfortunately, because it's it's an app. Um, we don't know people's true intentions. We we can't really see them to see how weird it can get or how stale the communication might be. Those are things we don't get. So we're at a disadvantage. The advantages are, um, you know, we kind of can set the pace on, you know, do we want this conversation? Right. But I, right. I, I, I think that it's, you know, we have to, when engaging with these apps, we can't allow the app to be the primary and the you know the main source of flirtation. So what happens is I notice with couples and and some of you know some of my couples, um, a lot of what they do is a lot more of their flirting is through texts and emojis and little gifts and things yeah. like that. And um, but the in person flirtation is kind of staling and it's kind of right. like weaning off because yeah. we're so attached to our phones and our laptops and you know everything else. And of course being you know, having to be home during these periods, that has enhanced things exponentially. So because of that, I, I, I feel that when everything does open up, um, the dating app world is going to be horrible for about 60 days. People are going to bum <laughs> like rush prison. the bar scene. Yep, everyone's out on parole. <laughs> dating apps, people are going to lie more. The people that don't do it are going to be like mad extra on the dating app because now nobody's hitting them up. And um, 
you know, and it was something I was talking about with um the, this this female friend of mine. She's a marketer. And we were talking about this, and I said, listen, I think that um you know in in sixty days or ninety days after that um you know it's going to be a very unsafe dating world, and I don't mean that STD wise. I mean that mm-hmm. on a, <laughs> because that's also you know that's your you know that that that's that, that goes without saying, right? That, yeah, yeah. but too. but I think on an emotional <laughs> and mental level, it's kind of like all those people from. I believe like Florida, Texas, the beach is open and you had mobs of folks and now their COVID numbers is bum rushed. Mm-hmm. So I think that on emotional, like all the things that we're lacking having to be home, all the, the, the face-to-face communication, the, the, the intimacy levels that, 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 you know, are not being heightened anymore. We're right. going to, we're going to push ourselves into a state where it's going to be massive broken hearts. There's going to be a lot of people lied to, and, and we're going to end up, re- re- oh man, worse than ever. And we're going to revert back to dating apps 90 days after the bum rush. And I think that's when dating apps should be looked at because that'll be more in a genuine sense. Not because right. it's new, because it won't be new no more. Not because, you know, we're thirsty, because we're not thirsty no more. We already went out and quenched our thirst and whatever mm-hmm. happened, happened. Mm-hmm. And now I think dating apps 90 days after, you know, all the phases of whatever states complete their final phases and COVID passes. I actually think, and I never advocated for dating apps. I've always was one of those old school dudes that was against it. But mm-hmm. I actually think that dating apps are going to be incredibly genuine like 90 days after everybody gets their little stuff wet. Right. I would think right. they would be more genuine now since people have to develop conversations because that's what to me was kind of lacking is is like you they're so quick mm-hmm. on a dating app. Can I have your phone oh. number? I'm like, bitch, yes. I want to know if I even want to talk to you. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, yes. like, sell me first. Sell oh me on this God. shit. Sell me on, like, why I should even want to kind of talk to you. And, oh, and I understand, gosh. though, that, too, because they're like, let's just get it out of the way. Let's see if we, if we have a connection. But, like, for me and most women, we're, we don't want to waste our time talking to you on the phone if, you know, oh, we, we could vet yeah. you over this app real quick. And mm-hmm. so for me, what I think is the worst part of the app and just online period is there's so much fraudulent shit out there. Like people can tell you anything from being, yeah, like told an age that's different from being told a job Mm -hmm. that's different, you know, just Mm -hmm. like whole situations are different. And then you're like, you know, we're constantly being tested to trust somebody, but like, it's like, how can you trust people in this fraudulent world where people on social media are giving you what they want you to see, not what their life really looks like. So what do you guys think about that? And just like actual, like honesty during this dating period, is that like something that people don't do anymore or like you have to look for that? What do you guys think about that? I feel like, I don't think it has anything to do with dating apps or anything like that. I think that, I mean, Let's go back to before social media and all this stuff. When you met a guy, you met a girl. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say guy. But, <laughs> and right. guys lied all the time. They were walking around with, say, some money in their pocket, have a key out that looked like it was a, you know, <laughs> a car. And then, but they're the passenger and they right. live with their mom. Like, <laughs> it, the lying has right. been going on for a very long time, which is why it's hard for us just in general to, to be able to be honest. And, but I feel like it doesn't help that people, social media too right now is everything right. is glitz and glamour 
You know what I'm saying? So everybody wants to have the best job and the, you know what I'm saying? Because I have to look this way. So, I mean, it's just, it's not about trusting somebody right away because right. trust is right. earned. You know, so that's, you're, I'm never going to trust you. Mm-hmm. This is going to take a minute. I don't know when that's going right. to be. Okay. You have to get me to that level where I'm going to go there with you. But as far as being, you know, trusting someone, no, yeah. we have to talk. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to be on this app. And I'm not giving you my phone number yeah. because you might be crazy. <laughs> and I'm going to have to block you. And I don't want to have to do that. Okay. <laughs> that's the time out of my day. I, I have two seconds to press the block. But exactly. And there's a lot of them out there. Let me tell you. <laughs> yes, but those apps, I get it. Yeah. What you were saying, no, my, because it is, it is that. It's, it's a new a, platform to lie. It's basically. hard. Yes. It's, hard. it's a different. Mm-hmm. And then, man, I feel like there's so like the uh, social media kind of messes it up too because I think guys or people, I should say want a certain thing or this fantasy of a thing mm-hmm. right you know what i'm saying so it's hard to live up to something that isn't and <laughs> you know i've noticed that like when you are when you are talking <laughs> to somebody and let's say you have a good connection everything's going well blah 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 and then you start like when it becomes too real for them and you're you're starting to know too yeah. much of their truth they it like so this right. whole narcissist dating thing has become I, it's like so prevalent in my life right now, um, just because I feel like I, I either attract narcissists or, you know, I don't know what oh. it or are like the majority of men out there narcissists now that it's like, <laughs> legit. I, no, girl, I'm like, that way. dude, why are you like, why do you think people sell you an energy that they know you can't maintain? They get you sucked into this relationship only to mm-hmm. kind of spit you out basically at the end because they can't maintain it. Why do you guys think people that's like so regular these days? People do it all the time. I hear it all the time from my friends. What do you guys think about like that whole thing where people just are like, you know, they 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 just can't maintain the energy they introduce you to. Like you said, Jay, walking around with the key, the car key of a fucking BMW. <laughs> yeah. and it's like one they found on the street or, you know, like just like like that. <laughs> taking pictures in exactly. front of a Bentley and you're like that's exactly. not even yours but they sell that and <laughs> and I feel like that's a really that's so underhanded and just so sneaky and disgusting to do to somebody like why do you want to trick someone and it feels like the... because they think that that's what he, that's what say yeah. men I'm going to just say because I can only speak from a man to a woman situation mm-hmm. I'm going to speak it right now I just feel like maybe that's what they think um a female wants because again i'm going to go back to social media i mean it's out there like i swear you i scroll down my <laughs> my timeline and it's like this one that one this one and you get it in your head that oh this is how you have to be this yeah. is what chicks want this is what it is you know what i'm saying so i think that has a lot to do with it um and i stay away from that <laughs> no I, I think i think you're right no that's why my my circulation is Whoever's been there is going to be there until this corona's over and somebody is real because I can't. I don't have the patience for that. Like, I don't know how I did it years yeah. ago. You know what I mean? Again, I had a different mentality because you remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, whatever, whatever. I'm not trying to be in right. anything. Like, I'm just having fun, whatever. Now I'm like, ooh, ooh, you know what? I'm I know, just going right? to stay home. <laughs> 
like I'm just gonna stay home or if someone introduces me to somebody I feel like that's right. how I meet people now um like guys because I don't want to be meeting anybody in yeah. well I don't go to clubs anymore but right in those spaces you know where there's all that fraudulent right. stuff going on just this is you know this person you he's cool he's good okay referrals cool. let me see how it goes <laughs> yes referrals <laughs> I like it <laughs> <laughs> I need referrals that because I can't do that yeah. outside stuff. It's just I can't. I don't have the patience for it anymore. I don't have the mm-hmm. heart for it anymore. But but you know what a what a what a, a, a continuous problem that men have, and this is even before the popularities of the Facebooks and the um oh my god, I don't know a lot of these dating app names. Match.com. Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Bumble. So, so the the one of the problems was that men always assumed they knew what women wanted, and and men never mm-hmm. took the time to sit down and ask what women wanted because of the societal norm, which is a horrible norm, but the societal norm that men are not allowed to you know take off the mask of machismo to actually have a real genuine conversation so what happens is a man assumes that he knows what a woman wants so he becomes this bravado you know fake super expert on anything in social media and you know he takes pictures with rented cars and Mm -hmm. uh pictures in front of planes he don't own and all this other food to portray an image that isn't really that exciting but you know it, it, it attracts some and because of the instant gratification, um, people tend to think, "Why well, give it up? I'm winning. And that's right. how they perceive it. It's because, okay. well, I, if I bet <laughs> seven women this month, I won. But then in the long run, of course, a lot of these men become these little old bitter. And we've all seen these old bitter folks in our neighborhoods, right? These little old bitter ass men. <laughs> but the reality is they often reflect back in their lives about all the stupid shit they did. And everybody else has to suffer because of it. We all have that un- one crazy uncle or any of that, you know, and, and it's because they were too cool, you know, quote unquote, and, and, and to be smart and you know, that, that's one thing I just refuse to raise my kids as, as the kids that can't express themselves or the kids that shouldn't hold a real conversation. You know, and I, and I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was that moron at a phase in my life where I wasn't trying to, you know, I wasn't trying to connect on a level that made me feel less than manly because of what I was taught mm-hmm. with manhood, right? And I was taught this in the hood, you know, grew up in the projects and, you know, uh, there was literally no influential dudes. The only dude that was influential in the hood was the drug dealer saying, don't use drugs. But he <laughs> sold it to somebody I knew. So, you know, so, so because of that, my, my interpretation of manhood in my early days was completely wrong. And as I've learned and I've evolved and then I was able you know, to be educated, whether academically, through life skills, you know, life experiences and so forth, um, you know, I, I notice the patterns mm-hmm. of where men don't let it go. And that's what I try to work with dudes on. It's like you're actually failing yourself when you do this continuous lie thing. So what I tell women in order to counter that is always know your non-negotiables. Always. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. It, it, it's called a non-negotiable for a reason. It isn't, damn, but um, I, maybe I'll get, no. There's no non that your non-negotiable is non-negotiable right. even in your own head. And that tends and mm-hmm. what I work with couples on, wherever there's a problem and the guy is veering off and you know, it looks like that he might make a bad decision. I try to remind, 
the female in the relationship, what is your non-negotiables? Because somewhere down the line, he felt he could negotiate that. Right. Because let go, you let go of the mm-hmm. grip. So you have to, so I tell people when you're starting dating, remember your non-negotiables as much as you remember the name of the person you're supposed to date. That's that important. You're supposed to never give up your non-negotiables because they're not, you know, foolish things like, oh, he has to be this tall or she has to be, oh, makes this much money. That's not a non-negotiable. That's a wish list. And I don't really advocate advocate for wish lists. You're like, I'm not Santa, so keep your wish list. I used to have a wish list when I was like 18, but now I have no negotiable. Okay. Like, no, you gotta have this. You gotta have your shit together. You gotta have, like, there's. There has to be right. a respect level. Respect is important. <laughs> to me, the biggest thing is yeah, lying. I just, like, I fucking hate lying. I just, and you know what I, <laughs> I absolutely hate is when, you, when you're dating someone new and you're kind of, like, you both have shared your past, like, wounded mm-hmm. stories about what happened to you, and mm-hmm. then they do the same thing to you. <laughs> I'm they like, do the same thing. I was oh, trying to lay my out God, this. Maya, that's, like, I just told you I did it once. <laughs> I told you. Exactly, and then you thing. came in, yeah, I, I gave you the fucking blueprint. It was like. <laughs> and then I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're doing, you're doing, first of all, you're doing a meme on me. Like, that I can't. Like, don't do a meme on me. Like, yeah. I know how that works. So. <laughs> You can't like, trust these fucking people. <laughs> so but that's like a big thing is being able to go out there as as a person who is trying to date. Like, you know, you need to be vulnerable. You need to open yourself up to, um, um, sadly, you know, relationships are, there's a 50-50 chance nowadays is even higher than that, but that they'll be disappointing, you know, and and no matter how much uh-huh. you think you safeguarded and you checked everything and da-da-da-da, People are people. They're unpredictable at the end of the day, and they can just do some right. shit that just comes out of left field. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> no. oh, okay, I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like wait, everything was going, so <laughs> and then all of a sudden good. they're married. I was like, really? I was yeah. about to marry this man, <laughs> and you're like, uh, what the fuck is going? And and I, I, because I'm always, I'm always. I'm always that person that's like, oh my God, I, I love him. I want to marry him. Then I'm like, oh, I know. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like a week later, as soon as I said, that's what they, that's another thing is that they like, sit. Oh. Then I'm back to like being yeah. closed up. And then I'm just like, oh, never mind. Now you're not going to get that part of me. Yeah. Now, now I'm a bitch. Again. So take that. That is so funny. Okay. So um, back on to the same topic of just like, you know, meeting people online. But when you do meet someone online, like what is, and you decide to change, um, well, you try to exchange numbers, you start kind of talking and all that back and forth. Then they ask you, for a picture and you're like okay nope. you say nope <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because the apps they already have pictures on this so like get that or here's my here's my ig you can do that but i'm not sending you so, a picture so so here's my solution to that okay um i'm also an advocate of not sending pictures mm-hmm. i think that's that's foolish um but if you want to see what i look like to see if i'm lying let's have a video chat Right, because I'm I'm down for that because I need to know you're not lying. So um, let's because if, cause if right, I'm right, willing right, to right. give you a, my phone number, 
um, then we could video chat on my phone. It's right. the same thing. And that way we know that, you know, our right. pictures are not fraud. This isn't um, a 1999 picture or whatever the case. <laughs> like, now we know that we're keeping it real because, you know, even if it's the same person, but like 10 years ago that they're posting pictures, that's called inflating the truth. Right. And that's a non-negotiable. <laughs> we don't accept anyone inflating the truth. That's exactly. a non-negotiable. Yeah, like so that. we need to be honest up front. And um, if you want to have a, if you want to see my picture, video call me, look at me live and try to remember it when we hang up. And yeah, what happens no, if they put pressure? Because no. I've had pressure put on me before. Oh like, my, no. like um, <laughs> I just want to see what you look like or blah, blah, blah. You know, then trying to send a picture of them and then like telling you that you're not, you know, fun or whatever the fuck case is. And I'm like, okay, is this a new manipulation <laughs> what? that people are using? Like, to get you, like, what do you want? I mean, a busted, o- I don't understand. Like, should I get the fucking OBGYN light out? Like, what are you looking for? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, when people, so when, when they do ask for pictures, you say FaceTime. Yes. All right. I think that's a good, that is definitely a good alternative. Now you gotta get it all cute and stuff for FaceTime. Girls have it yeah. harder. Women have it harder. I'm not girls. No, no, and I'm not. Crazy. I'm not saying. And I feel like we gotta like now. It's like God, I know. Give me like an hour. It's like, no, no, and that's day. cool. But but you know, I, I just I just don't believe in giving pictures because that's a very unsafe thing to do, especially right. in the world of. Don't yeah, especially right. in the world of you know where people tend to feel like this whole. Um, whenever they're mad at you, they, they post things about you. And I mean, you just see all this revenge mm-hmm. stuff. And it's, I'm like, how we went backwards on the childishness. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's like, that's next level. Like, so you just never and know. And you can't what, take you know? that back. Once yeah. it's out there, it's out there. There's no taking that back. Right. Trust. That's that's why I make sure my pictures. I'm like, picture if I send a picture, they're good for the public. That's how I think. I'm like, all right, I feel okay if my. T- <laughs> if, 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 if I saw that one, I'd be okay. The picture is from my IG page, and everybody. Yeah. Knows yeah. So I don't. So that's why I'm just like, go. Here's my Instagram. Just go on there. It's I the same stop. Like, just go. If you don't like that, I, I don't know what to tell you. Then I guess I, you should stop giving my Instagram out or any social media to anybody be- because you can't get rid of them afterwards. It's like, okay, I don't like you, but you're still following me on Instagram. And now it's like this weird, awkward thing. Oh, no, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a block master too. I can't. You are? Yeah. I'm a blocker. I am a blocker. I just put someone in, in comments really? DM block because. Well, he's not anybody I dated. Someone that I've known for like high right. school over the cases, and he crush on me kind of thing. And for some reason, a hundred years later, he still does, and he's really weird. and and low weird. And, and and you know, all of our friends are like, don't do that, don't do that, don't give him no eye contact. Okay? Bite your head off. So I gave him eye contact, okay, on DM. So I was like, oh hey, so I'm like, it's been a thousand yeah. years. Like hey, like okay. Well, actually, I didn't know who that person really was. So I looked like, oh, wait, what? So I went on to be like, okay, I had no idea it was him that whole time that I would see like a comment or whatever. I had no idea it was him or I wouldn't have. But I gave him eye contact because I didn't know. And then next thing you know, I'm like, Lord <laughs> Jesus. I gave him no eye contact. And now he's on my Facebook, girl. He's on my IG. I had to block him on both. I was like, look, first of all, I'm, you know me, Maya. I'm, very, right. I'm a very honest person. 
So don't ask me a question if you don't really want to. Why was I just going to say I'm a big liar? And I'll be like, I'm at the the Giants game. Sorry. And then you see my IG like shows me working out or something. I'm like, fuck. I'm so bad at stuff like that. That's why I don't want. No, I'm very honest. I'll be like, can you stop calling me? Can you leave me alone? So I told him, I was like, yo, cut it out. It's very annoying. You're being very annoying. You're going to make me not want to, you're going to make me block you. And so that's what I did. So he should be surprised. <laughs> anyway. I fucking love it. That is so funny. Funny. So, okay. So let's piggyback off that. In terms of honesty, like when you are dating somebody, like how important is it to like really kind of lay your cards on the table? Like, let's say, you know, you want to get married. You want to have kids. Like, is that a like conversation you have right away like when do you even say that to that person to know if this is like do I want to waste time with this person or are they have the same goals <laughs> um, uh, oh wait wait no who, who, yeah, yeah, you like, me first or him first so, in, guys uh, I can I can go for this one um, okay so so here's my thing on that I believe that that's a paced question a paced conversation the reason is because um I don't even know nothing about you yet to be to be telling you my full plans of life. Oh, like okay. let 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 let's you know and and I it may take one or two conversations before we get to the whole you know what's your big picture in life thing because I don't know anything about you and for me what's important is I need to know short term things first because I I always believe short term because mm-hmm. long term things we always say these extravagant long term plans mm-hmm. and we're gonna do that and everybody has those that's easy to say. But I believe what tells more about a person is their short-term goals and about what they do now and who they are today. And right. then, because people may, a person might be like, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not into really marriage. And then, like, literally 14 days later, you might have a revelation. Like, right. I don't know. So, for me, what's important is to get to right. know who you are today, what is your immediate goals in the immediate future, and then if the conversation is enticing enough for it to go to a second or third conversation, then I'm definitely going to bring up some long-term stuff because now I'm investing time, mm. right? So once the once the investment of time and time gets invested before emotion gets invested, so I'm definitely going to talk about that before emotion gets invested. But as long as I know I'm investing mm. time, then you need to know me a little more long-term now. So that's when I introduce those. But I think the first day conversation, I feel like that's a little misleading because especially if it's on a dating app, because remember, a person mm. only reads your words how they perceive it through their life experience. They don't read it the way you sent it. Mm-hmm. So it's very misleading. They don't know if you're if you're saying, dude, if we have this conversation, we're getting married. That's the interpretation. Because <laughs> some people are a little <laughs> wired that way, right? So right. we don't know their interpretation of why you're bringing that up in the first conversation. And, you know, it could be very misleading. And you both might genuinely be like, wow, this person's cool. And so that came up because now I don't, I don't know if this is a weirdo who feels like every person they meet, they want to marry. Like, right. It's very misleading in the first or second conversation. But as we start to learn each other's communication patterns, by the third conversation, we can pick up little cues and little things like that. Then we'll know if we even want to continue this, this engagement or whatever it is in the first two or three conversations. And then as you notice, okay, this is the third time, this is our third day or fourth day, and we're already still... So I'm going to let them know a little bit of long-term me. And I think that's when it's okay. But I don't think it's okay the first day. It's a little weird. 
don't don't put that on your dating yeah. profile. No, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for kids and to settle down. Don't <laughs> like, message me. I'm just like, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks. He's like, I'm like, oh, she's crazy. Never mind. <laughs> 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 All right, let's transition into relationship now, okay? Um, because I'm like, this is just, we went off on the dating. The dating scene is a shit show, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> sucks. so Jason, Suck. just count your blessings over there. Okay? Yeah, I'm very Drink lucky. I'm very... <laughs> that magic juice, whatever it is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about that because we've all been in relationships. Um, what do you guys think is like the key to success for like a healthy, for all of you? Like for you particularly, like what is something you need in order to have a healthy relationship? Um, me, uh, okay. communication, um, freedom. I, for me, I, uh, me when it comes to this topic is, is a little <laughs> different because <laughs> I don't really believe in labels. I really don't like labels. I feel like labels. Make mm-hmm. people a little crazy because society over the years has told them when you're in this, this right. is how it has to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just, <laughs> let's see how this goes and whatever yeah. it is. No, and whatever it is and understand what each other wants, you know, and give that to one another. And like I said, again, communication is really big because without communication, I feel like things get lost in translation. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm i not really big on the whole word relationship and whatever it's supposed to mean. Right. So <laughs> I'm just, I'll be like, I'm with, I'm whatever. I don't even know what word to use, but life exactly. partner. <laughs> life you partner pulled a Jada for, right now. Life partner for two fucking <laughs> weeks. that means, right? Life partner. <laughs> yeah, this is my life partner. Where's your life partner? You, you introduced but... me to your life partner last week. Where's your life partner? Then you look like a big clown because you're like, I've got like nine life partners. I don't really. <laughs> don't be like, yeah, right. Or somebody is like, oh, every time somebody's like, oh, is that your man? I'm, like, what? I'm like, what? Let's not do that because that's freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> like let's not put a label on that let's not do that because then you're gonna have me out of this relation this supposed right. relationship quote unquote <laughs> you know so um communication um uh, what else you know what jason you got jason's a married man <laughs> so i'm like how are so you guys I, staying together <laughs> so this is what works for me um okay. one thing I, I and i tell this to my couples is um don't assume that just because you've been with someone for a a period of time, even if it's 10, 20 years, that you know their reactions to everything. Mm-hmm. Because just because you're in a union doesn't mean that they don't evolve, they don't evolve individually as well, right? So right. What, what I tell people is, you know, sometimes you're about to make a decision and you'd be like, oh, no, he or she's going to react. So I'm just going to do it anyway. And then it ends up, <laughs> and then it ends up, sp- no. No, but then it ends up spiraling into something crazy. And they'd be like, yo, but it's not a big deal. It's not mm-hmm. that serious. But you can't really impose you're not that serious onto their hurt. Right. <laughs> and that's where relationships tend right. to fail continuously is that people tend to say, well, because it's not a big deal to me, it shouldn't be a big deal for us. And that's a horrible part of understanding. You're really not giving your partner a chance to really, mm-hmm. you know, be themselves. 
So another key for me, what works for me is I have, it, it just has to happen that I have to be successful as an individual in order to be happier in the union so we could be a successful union and same for her. So, you know, like everything can, we're, we're like, you know, I'm not one of those people that every day I have to post about my wife on social. I, I don't do that stuff. Right. Like, I just, I just, I just, you know, our existence isn't only us in a marriage. Like we're two individuals with two separate goals, two separate dreams, but in a union, we have goals and dreams as a union. But individually, she's not going to be an author. She don't want to write no damn books. You know what I mean? Like, right. like that's my thing. <laughs> she's, you know, she's a nurse in a hospital and that's her thing. I don't want to be a nurse. So, you know, I'll listen to her nurse stuff. She'll listen to my writing stuff. And, you know, but it doesn't mean that we have to impose in each other's world other than what, you know, mm -hmm. other than what keeps the union alive. I think that each person in a relationship needs to be an individual as well. And a lot of times yes. we don't get the time to do that because, you know, there's a, there's a really misleading um, there's a really misleading image about that. People tend to think that once you're together, that's pretty much it. But that's not it. You know, that's mm -hmm. just that, that's a part of your life. And it's an important part, of course, but that's not your only life. You still are an individual, still with individual right. goals and dreams. And if you give any of that up because of the union, you're going to resent the union. Right. That makes so, so much mm -hmm. sense, Jason. Yeah, and that's what yes, works. Yes, exactly. And that's what works for my marriage is that I'm still me, she is her, and mm -hmm. we are we. Right. And I'm always going to be, yes. listen, on my Facebook, I'm silly, I post foolishness. You know, I, I do all that stuff. That That's because Facebook is not my professional life, mm -hmm. right? But that's still who I am. I'm silly, I'd like to have fun. All that, you know, I, I like to tell jokes, all the little corny dad jokes. I'm a dad, I'm, I'm boring. That's just who I am, you know? So. <laughs> And, and, and but I'm allowed to do that and not allowed in the sense like I'm given permission, mm -hmm. but allowed in the sense that it's not being opposed on. Right. So, right. right. So yeah. it works. It works that I'm still me. She's her. We love that about each other. And as a union, it makes yes. it stronger because we respect our individuality. Mm -hmm. And a lot of relationships, people don't respect individuality no more. They look at the partner and think mm -hmm. what they do only affects me because I'm the other partner instead right. of what affects them. Right. right. What they do affects them exactly. first, but we don't really take that into account what we should. Right. You actually said that exactly what I meant by like freedom and, you know, that whole just the word relationship makes people say, well, because we are this now, we have to do this and act a certain way. And you said it like, and we're, one, <laughs> we're, we're not still exactly. two people. No, yeah. Yeah. Just because we're together doesn't mean that now I can't do this and you can't do this. Like, if anything, let's make this, you know, let's inspire and, you know, each other. And at the same time, our own. Yes, partners, exactly. You know and you let the other person be free to not put those chains on them and say, because you are my wife, because you are my girlfriend, because you are my sister, my whoever, this is how you right. have to act. And this is how you have to be because everybody, society has said this is how you have to be mm -hmm. no, well I think it's why? natural too like <laughs> why I definitely remember when I was younger when I was in love I kind of lost myself in the love just like completely 
Mm-hmm. Nothing existed. And I was like, blissful, <laughs> like, didn't talk to Me family too. members for a fucking year. Yeah. Like, I'm in love. <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. Like, we're you. I know. I know. I was like, I don't care who doesn't like it. It's going to, you know. And I learned yeah. that way, but but now I think um, you know you really do. In order to have a healthy relationship, you do have to have your own thing going on because if you're so consumed with the other person, it just becomes like this horrible kind of cycle of you know just getting like entrenched yes. in someone else's bullshit all the time. Yeah. Yes. And then they look at you. They start looking yeah. at you like, Why? Oh. yeah. Get your own shit. You can't do anything else. Like, ew, like, get your own life and do, you know, and you're just like, wait, wait a minute. Have have you guys? Because don't let me come back to life. I know. Resilience is my middle name. I bounce back like it's nothing. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You don't know who I am. You don't know. Exactly. Let me pull out that one. No, I'm just kidding. But, um. But what yeah. I was going to tell you guys is because I brought this up before, like, um, it's so funny because someone introduced me to this book called The Superior Man and they are not a superior man. But I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> it was good, though, because now I understand what a superior man is. Why? And but the book really yeah. like kind of blew me away because it's for men, but it just talks about not being like relationship driven but purpose driven and then your relationship like falls mm-hmm. into place, which makes so much sense because like if you're in a yes. relationship where the other person has their own shit going on, not to a space where they're neglecting you and making you feel less than them or like their work is more important, okay. but just like they have something going on, you have something going on when you're together. It's amazing. Um, but there's definitely like, I, I think that is the most healthiest relationship. Like how Jason is like, yeah. yes. like his wife's mm-hmm. got her shit on. He's not trying to dive into the RN world and, you know, he'll yeah. listen to your venting and stuff like that. And I think that's important to have that separation. You can still support each other and be involved and know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, but you exactly. don't have to be like in lockstep yeah. with your significant other. Exactly. exactly. Motivate, inspire, and know that, babe, yeah. you got that. You know what I'm saying? And yes, babe, you got that. And we don't have to have that all the time in that same space, but we have it, but we right. have our own shit, you know what I'm saying? But same time together and then right. we did, you know, and that's okay. As long as we're supported and yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? And you're listening and we're communicating and that is that's that's yeah. sexy to me. Let me tell you something. That's <laughs> <sexy>. <laughs> I'm like, I just Give me a man that yeah. will motivate and inspire and let me just kind of, when I say, like I said, my, give me my freedom, quote unquote, like freedom that I am like, yes, because I'm going to give that to you too. And there has to right. be that respect. Like Jason said, yes. so there has to be that respect because you can't be trying to do your own shit and then you're really doing your own shit. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then coming home and acting like, you know, oh, we're together, yeah, but we're exactly. not. Like, what about, what about you, Jason? Yeah. Like, what do you, how do you feel, like, in terms of, like, supporting, but not, like, making that, like, a fuzzy line where it's, like, you are totally in, you know, only engaged in your wife's stuff. Like, how do you keep that balance where you still have your life going on, but she doesn't feel neglected, but she feels, like, you know, still in tune with you, but not necessarily, you know, you're giving her the play-by-play of everything that's going on. 
Well, so how we made it work, I have to take it a little bit back to where it wasn't working. Okay. So how I realized how to make it work was because I was so engulfed into my writings and, um, you know, uh, and all the other things that I was trying to do. And I was, I, and I went through a phase where I felt like I had to do it now. And if it wasn't going to be done now, okay. it may never be done. And I didn't realize mm-hmm. and because of, you know, because we were friends first for years and years and years. So that, that's kind of what mm-hmm. helped us work through this in a more healthy manner is that, um, while I was doing, while I was so focused and I started to feel like things ain't moving fast enough kind of phase. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, I got to, all right, I got to write longer. What? Four hours a day ain't enough. I got to write eight hours a day. Nope, that's not enough. So I'm just going to sit in front of this laptop until I do this and I do that. And, 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 you know, I didn't realize that I was pulling on a neglect move. You know, we'll go to bed. We'll sleep in the same bed. You know, even even if we're, you know, if we have intercourse or any type of mm-hmm. love making or or just you know regular sex, mm-hmm. anything. Um, I I've, at that time I didn't really analyze the fact that that's not enough. Um, I was spending more time sitting in front of the laptop, and then also with the kids than I was with her. And um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and one thing that I, I absolutely love about her and that we both have is um the 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 you know the braveness the lack of fear to speak honestly mm-hmm. and she gave me a period of time to work through my phase and then communicated about it before it got to a point where it was like motherfucker I can't deal with it right. like we didn't get to that point because <laughs> yeah. she probably felt like and, and in expressing it she felt like um you know all right did you work that out yet because we need to talk you know because mm-hmm. because right. it it it, it, it it, w- it only was a phase. It couldn't be something that lasted forever because then we won't last. Right. So in making those mistakes, I was able to look in hindsight during our conversation like, oh, shit. All right. You know what? It's okay to have designated time periods. Right. So, mm-hmm. so the way I work it out is because um, I'm the one that was doing the homeschooling because her workout was just in the daytime. So I homeschool the kids. And then whenever it's playtime or it's nap time or something, then what I do is I'll dive into my writings or my research or whatever I have to do. Or if I have to do like, and now it's all video call. If I have a couple that I need to talk to, you know, we set things up around each other's honest schedule. Mm-hmm. That's how we work things now. And, 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 and we try not to make things an inconvenience because we're honest about it. If it's an inconvenience, we're not saying it out of guilt. We're not saying it to, to impose that you must make changes. But it's like, oh, well, I'm right. not going to be home at that time. So I don't know if you're going to be able to juggle the kids and the, 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 you know, the call with one of your couples. So those kind of things, we just say, you know what? We have to set real communication. We have to start spending real time, even though, unfortunately, you know, our time is only home now. Like yesterday was, an, was our first wedding anniversary. You know, we were home. with the kids you know but we don't have a choice because i have a two-year-old a five-year-old and i'm not doing no babysitters in the covid era i'm just not doing it so so you know i mean it was great my my 18 year old's here so you know he helps he's with the kids you know we had our own little dinner thing Mm 
And then we had our time, of course. But, you know, it, it's not the same because of COVID, but we're fully understanding on that. She works in the healthcare field. I worked in Bellevue since 2003 until like two years ago or whatever. So we both have a full understanding of those hectic schedules. Right. And it's just, and people always say, well, it's about communication. It is, but it's not just communication. It's effective communication, which means not just mm-hmm. talking, because people tend to think that expressing your gripes is, is communication. That's half of it. Mm-hmm. It's about having a full level of understanding, not just how you perceive it, but how they perceive it, mm-hmm. how it makes them feel, as well as how it makes you feel. So mm-hmm. I tell people, don't tell them, I, I hate that you sit in front of the computer. Instead, <laughs> tell them, you know, when you sit there for 12 hours, it kind of makes me feel, it really right, it makes me because. feel, yeah, and, and, and that, that, that tends to open a different honest level of communication, because communication is not just about the words, although the words, of course, right. carries the emotion, but That's it's about the emotion, it. yeah. yeah, and it's about right. how you exactly. feel, so that is, the, and exactly. that, that's what makes it work for us, is that we understand that it's fair, and it's and it's our right, right to express our feelings. And it's our right mm-hmm. in order to make this marriage work to accept the other person's feelings to be different than our own. Jason, what, right. it, what to me, what it sounds like is you actually have what I want and what Jay wants. And right. I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> you're saying like, everything I'm here. That, like, that yes. is a true partnership. Yes. It's, it's, you know, yes. when um, like with with my significant other, like, I want you to be my best friend. I want you to be the one yes. in the world that I know yes. when I'm not in the room and someone oh. says something fucked up about me, you're going to come to my rescue and be like, yeah, like, no, fuck? you know, kind of <laughs> like, that's exactly, the that's the type of partnership and like loyalty. Like I was even thinking, you know, over the last, you know, six months, just being, in like in a newer relationship thinking like do i want love or do i want loyalty because love has gotten right. in trouble a yeah, lot loyalty, of shit and i feel like you can <laughs> hurt the person you love no matter what love, what's love yeah, when you're loyal to someone you know you may hate them but you're still loyal to them you're like all right i'm not gonna let mm-hmm. you know and i think that is something that like when I'm in a relationship, I always think of how is this going to affect the other person, you know, and and that's right. what a partner thinks like. But yes. you can't be right. in a partnership with someone who is not your partner. You know, they're just looking for the next right. kind of okay, what it what what's going to sustain my moment right now? You know, I um mm-hmm. I saw this uh, meme that I thought was so good, um, and it was like. People change partners often so they can avoid changing themselves. And I'm like, yes, I love that. I love that. That Mm It's like so mind blowing because it's like as soon as a relationship gets real for somebody, (laughs) they're like, okay, no, I can't deal with this. You know, I'm getting out of it. And then they leave and then they go to another person. Oh, I've been in I've been in that. Not on my side of things. Oh, yeah. I think we all have. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you know that person, it's one of those things, not, not, you know, the person that way, but you know, like, you're holding back because for whatever reason, you can't go that far. This is, this is freaking you out. So now you got to be like, no, this is getting too heavy or whatever piece is. So I'm going to act like this doesn't matter. 
and I'm gonna go over there. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's okay. that's what I think. Like exactly. I'm telling okay. you this whole narcissist <laughs> thing that I, I I've literally oh yes just I'm become them. aware of this like, <laughs> over the last five years. This whole narcissism thing. I'm like, me That's so funny. Me too. I actually, actually, no, no. How old is my daughter? She's Mason is gonna be she's eight and a half so i'm gonna say like about several years yeah seven six years seven six years i figured out you're it's just yeah. it's a very shocking like that that one person is i'm like oh he's narcissist and he's and bipolar like, i feel like he's, i i diagnosed him by <laughs> you're like webmd <laughs> nice narcissistic bipolar human being okay got terrific <laughs> why why do i love you so much i've got an why undiagnosed so mental patient as my partner <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, but legit, you guys. I don't. This is not a joke, though. There is. I feel like there are so many undiagnosed, mentally, you know, like fucked people out no, there. No, I. Know? Yes. Yeah, and I wasn't really trying to be funny about it. I told this person, like, I really, honestly, really think that you are not. Yeah, like funny. this is not <laughs> a joke. You, I really think you freaking yeah. are. You've got chemical <laughs> imbalance. You need medication. <laughs> Your chemical imbalance. Chemical imbalance is good. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. No, but Definitely. that's that's it though. There's like even with the whole um, social media stuff, um, it like that promotes narcissism too in a way because people are just so yes. just showing you exactly what they want you to see. They want you to see their life that they mm-hmm. even like. You know they're selling you this. They're sell. They want you to think this right. is what they're they're living. Right. But then you have the. But then you have the guys that do have that. Do have the stuff. It's not fake. You know what I'm saying. And I feel like that money goes to. Well, they don't show off the physical. No, no, like the physical, like the you know the 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 girls with the bodies and all this other stuff. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but you know, it's almost like they want to make that money just to get right. that kind of girl that is not trying to be with you like that because she sees that you have this, and it's a whole. Cycle. What do you guys think about that too? Is like, you know, um, Jason, you're obviously a testament that this isn't the case, but. It feels like since we are in this like fast food, constantly upgrading society, mm-hmm. like how do you not take that mentality on that you're looking for the next better version of what you already have? So, right. so my thing with that is, um, I think it goes back to what I said earlier about not inflating the mm-hmm. truth, right? And and right. what that is is, um, so I noticed like people post on social media for levels of acceptance, whatever the level of, of acceptance is, right? And some people do inflate the truth. Some both lace lie. They're both lies, but one is a higher degree of lying. Right. One thing that I always do is I believe that even if it's not a post that's completely me, it still embodies me. You have to always be able to give yourself to the world in a free, in a very enthusiastic way, and in a very in a way. You know, never hide your enthusiasm. Never hide your interest. Like we 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 live in a world where we feel like we have to be guarded, and that's why we betray ourselves mm-hmm. in relationships. So so mm-hmm. so right. Follow this part, right? So okay. I tell people. People tend to think, "No, nah, I'm gonna be guarded. I'm pulling back." Nope. And that's not how it works. Because you guard, 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 and the moment you let your guard out, it all spills out. So it's like, so it's like mm-hmm. ten people trying to push open the door. When it finally opens, they all fall through. 
Right. Everything pours out when you guard, guard, guard. But when you learn to always allow your interest to be known, your enthusiasm to be known, if you allow yourself to be yourself all the time and not just have to portray mm-hmm. images, not have to pretend to be tougher, to guard your heart, to, that's people think that that's a protection, but it's not. It's acting just like any other form of acting. The person who's pretending to have more money is the same thing like the person pretending to protect their heart. When they're not really protecting their heart, they're pretending to be tougher than they are. That's not but, who they really are. But Unless Jason, that's who you really are. That's different. Right. But what happens, though, if you've been through so right. like how how are you not supposed to be guarded if you put yourself yes. out there every time? Exactly. Every so, time. so no, no, listen, now, I'm, 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 I'm going to put it out there. I got okay. two. I got check this out. I got two divorces. So wow. it's not like I found one person and was like, bing. No, yeah. it didn't work that way. I found right. two people who were absolute morons, but <laughs> and and in oh. some and in some ways <laughs> I was also a moron too. And um so right. now the one thing that my wife does have is she's the only one that I proposed to. The other two proposed to me and mm-hmm. you know the first one I accepted because I felt like no woman is ever going to propose to a guy. How do you say no to that? Right? right. So stupid me being very young because I was like I think I was like 21, 22. Yeah, but because I was stupid. This is what I'm trying to say. I was a moron, (laughs) right? And and I had to be hurt in that relationship in order to evolve to the next stupid step of my life, which was marriage number two. And I had to, and I had to be hurt again in order to say, all right, I need to analyze because two failed marriages, the common denominator is me, even though I got cheated on in my second marriage. Um, but I'm still the common denominator. It's not my fault I got cheated, but I need to evaluate who I am as an individual so I can understand who I am in a relationship. And mm-hmm. that's why it was all right, right for me to not be guarded. Because once I started to learn who I am, it's like, wait a minute, I'm not going to change being me because I got, you know, I got emotionally punched in the face a few times. And because other people choose to be douches, then you know what? I I have to be able to say, all right, I need to learn to identify red flags more. I need to learn to embrace my non-negotiables more. Mm -hmm. I need to learn to do what I need to, to to elevate who I am so when I do present myself as a better person, I'm able to see things I wasn't able to see when I was only looking at the visuals, when I was only, you know, reading the bio or whatever the, whatever the things that people do. When I'm able to look past that and I'm able to say, you know what, today we're just going to have a conversation. And I had to learn to pace myself. I didn't go in there like, oh, my God, I'm going to sit with this person. I can't believe right. it. Like, I, I, I abandoned, I abandoned right. the young foolery after a couple failures. I said, you know what, I need to go in there as an adult. We're going out. We're going to learn each other. And we're going to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's about as far as today goes. And I'm open-minded, but I'm not misleading myself no more. And what happens is we tend to mislead ourselves more than a liar lies to us. Because Mm -hmm. we start to to overanalyze every statement. And we start to overanalyze every smile, the way they look at us, the way they touch us. And we start (laughs) to say, oh, my God, this is it. This is it. And they didn't say this was it. Convincing you said yourself. this was it. Yeah. You said this was it. They just told you you was hot. Yeah. They, to- they told me I was handsome, and I was like, oh, this is it. I'm handsome. I won. Right. And I didn't win. 
right? But so, Jason, yeah, the the worst evil of that though is that there are people out there that do say stuff like that to you, yes, and are saying, "I want to marry you, I want to have babies with you, I want to start a business with you, I want to do all this shit," and they get you all wrapped up in this thing. So you're like, okay, and then you know, then all of a sudden everything just stops, and you're like, how do I? justify in my head to open up to someone again when I opened up to the last person and then mm-hmm. they completely trashed me you know it's like yeah and I get what you're saying now, yeah, like, no no and, and, and I, I, I completely get that so the thing with that is yeah it's like any business venture right any business venture you mm-hmm. take on that has the most is probably the riskiest right right so okay. relationships are in the same manner where you're taking in any relationship you enter, you're taking a gamble. Sure. Like that's just that's I, I and I don't like to mislead. I don't like Listen, it. I, I gotta I gotta keep it honest. It's the way <laughs> yeah. that's the truth. Right. So one thing I won't do is I won't lie. So as messed up as it sounds, um, all relationships are gonna be a gamble. Right. Because, you know, you're investing time, emotion, you're investing you. And this person is investing them. And we're just hoping that, you know, we're, we're, we're both sides are hoping that at most times we're always like, I hope this is it. So mm-hmm. it's hard to, to tell ourselves to turn that thought process right. off. But we can learn to redirect right. it. And I tell people, stop thinking this is it so damn fast because you're doing that to right. yourself. And then what happens is sometimes you express that without realizing you express that. And then the person feels like, damn, I don't want to shut them down. So I'm going to go with it. And then they go with it. But ultimately, they didn't want that. Right. So right. whatever how it falls, wherever the hurt comes, even if they were straight up trash, cheating ass, mm-hmm dogs right whatever it is that doesn't mean that you know the next person is and we know that you can't carry your ex into your next we can't do that because it's because you already go into the situation with a completely unfair stance on the person sitting across Mm -hmm. the dinner table Mm -hmm. completely unfair but what i tell people is don't go into it as a relationship goal go into it as i'm going to learn about this individual and i'm going to let them learn a little bit about me and that should be it like make and i tell people learn to make dates exactly what it is a learning process <laughs> that's all it is like it's a right date. it's just a date. It. it's not a plan for a relationship it's not a plan for marriage so when you enter the dating scene don't go into the dating scene like yo the next person i snatch up this is it I'm mm-hmm. tired of this. The next one is it. Now you're already going to set yourself up to fail. Right. You, you got to go into it like, yeah. oh, this is interesting. Let me learn a little bit more about this person. And that's how you pace yourself. I now, like does that, 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 that does it mean that the next person is the one? No, that doesn't mean that. But it does yeah. mean that you best prepare yourself for if things are not going right because you are pacing yourself differently. You're able to identify red flags faster. You're able able mm-hmm. to embrace your non-negotiables a little bit more because yes. your pace is a little bit different so when we go in like the first date oh shit we end the night with the kiss 
sometimes a little bit more because I've been that fool before. And, you know, <laughs> I'm keep it real. Right? I've had my own foolish moments. Right. That, that fool <laughs> and, 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 and we go into those things and we like, boom, first day. All right, I'm feeling it. The next day, because the first day I rushed it so much, the second day can't be paced because now mm-hmm. you're on a treadmill that's going a certain pace. You already set the pace by going too damn fast that first day because of whatever mm-hmm. attraction you think was there. Uh, you already pushed the pace. You can't push right. the pace. The first day, you just learn. And no matter how many conversations you had on a, on a keyboard, the first day is still learning. Right. You're learning to sit in front right. of this person. You're learning to pick up cues. You're learning their manners. You're learning, and that's all it is. And then you'll be able to go home and go through that process and say, is this something that I can do again? And if you could do that a second time, the second time you learn more, you process that. And then that's when you start to say, okay, after two or three dates, you pretty much know if you want to do this, you know, long term, right. you pretty much have an idea. And and, and, yeah. and the other thing, oh my God, this one is so important. We got to stop making excuses cool. for other people. Like okay. just. No, 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 no. There's no excuses for other people. I learned that. No, no, but we know like people what? that still do that. Right. So, <laughs> so what happens is someone might say, yeah, somebody might say something that goes against completely everything we stand for. And then you might say this about it, probably we're kidding. No, we don't know that. So let's stop making that up. Right. If something makes you feel uneasy, you have to address that. And you don't address it in exactly. a way that's, because you don't know what they meant by it. So you ask for clarity. We don't make excuses, we ask for clarity. That's another thing we do in the dating process. In order to learn somebody, we don't make excuses for them. We ask for clarity. And a lot of times we don't do that because we're already two dates in and we're like, damn, I don't want to mess this up. She's hot, he's hot, or whatever it is, and I don't want to mess this up because I'm tired to keep going through this, so I'm just going to let that go. Boom, we already set ourselves up for failure. Once we start doing the pattern of letting the excuses go, right? Creating fake excuses, not asking for clarity. That starts to work into your entire relationship. That's not just a one-time thing. That becomes your safety net. So you mm-hmm. do it over and over until shit hits the fan, and now it's another failed relationship, and then you're like, damn, we're tired of this shit. But we don't see that. We allowed that to happen. Right. Yeah, right. That makes so much sense, and I I love that. I think that it's just it's important for us to like not be hardened by these situations because I think that's what happens is like you start you start to like you know when you feel betrayed you're like I'm not gonna let that happen again you know and you start to you know, hold it against the next person that comes and then yes. the next person that right. comes. But you're really you're not doing yourself age a justice by by making that like like Jason was saying making that next person pay for what your ex did to you yes you have to learn um and some people like I definitely have PTSD from shit and you know I try not to reflect that on my relationships but I definitely comes in there because you know I I like to feel safe like anybody else in their relationship they want to feel safe they want to make they want to know that you know, that person has your back at all costs, you know? Right. Um, And unfortunately, like, sometimes it feels like they don't have your back and they're doing something else behind your back. And, you know, like that. There's a safe feeling. You know, so I'm like, I I want that, that somebody that, like, I'm not going to say, like, my ex, 
like my my two older daughters' father. Um, not that that relationship was great or anything like that. Like we had the ups and downs stuff when we were young, but I miss the that safe aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying that like like how do you like be your complete self and you know like okay when I'm having that kind of day I could just come home and just be like oh. This is what happened. Here it is. This is where I'm at. And you feel this. That's where you feel like where you want to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to just go home and I just want to leave him and I just want to, you know what I'm saying? That's what I want. Um, I miss that. (laughs) That's the partnership. It's that partnership. Yeah. I miss that aspect of our shit. Um, All the young stuff that we went through was a learning experience. So I think from him, I learned what I what I want and what I don't want. Right. And a lot more of what I don't want because <laughs> it was hectic. It was very hectic. Um, but I'm still I don't think I go into and in initially dating anybody with that baggage. At least I don't feel like I do. I don't go there being like, oh well you're gonna be mm-hmm. like this too. No, I, I kinda go in there and, and I'm chill and I'm we're good and we talking and stuff and usually by the first date I kind of feel like whether I want to talk to you right, or not. Right. <laughs> That's me. But I, and maybe I'll be like fine the second but usually if you don't capture me by the first date like I don't yeah, know. You're not you might not see me yeah, again. Exactly. <laughs> you- by the second like if I still don't really if I'm not feeling it and I still ask for a second date. That's just ulterior motives at that point. So I'm like, <laughs> you better wow me on the first one if you want to. Right, no, I'm just right. <laughs> like, you better have something going There's on. There's so much pressure <laughs> these days. It's like, all I really care about is like the connection. I'm like, if we have a good vibe at the end of the day and I feel like good yes. about you yes. and, I, and you can carry a conversation, you know, yes. then that's... And when there's no silence. Yeah, right, no, right. No I hate the silence. When I have to come up with things to say or if i have to I'm carry like, the conversation it. i'm not doing it at all like yeah no no i'm like i can't i really can't and don't be on your phone oh, no. oh man like you know what whatever is going on that's so important mm-hmm. then you know what you can continue that I'm gonna exactly go. we were actually that was a topic <laughs> you guys no literally literally i've said that like i'm gonna go then bye. yeah it's like why are you on my your phone if you're with me like you know that's right. that's a whole nother Thanks fucking red flag right there but uh, uh we'll we'll get into that i i have kept you guys 40 minutes longer than i promised <laughs> <laughs> the, the conversation was so good <laughs> Yes. And it's going to be, we're going to have to do another episode of this. So I hope you guys will be down to, to oh, do definitely. that. Absolutely. Um, I really, I, I appreciate you guys jumping on um, and, and talking about this. Cause I think it's important, you know, like everyone, I feel like more people are single than in a relationship these days. And it's probably always, well, maybe not always been like that, but it's definitely been like that, you know, probably the last 20 mm-hmm. years since online has really been a popular thing. It's just like right. easier access yep. to people and all that shit. But, you know, we'll, we'll stay leaders and examples of what you should be like, you know, out there. <laughs> or right. an example of what not to do. Well, right, right. You know, <laughs> I should say, because there's people in relationships now that probably shouldn't freaking be in one anymore, That's true. but they're holding on. That real, is true. Will and Jada. Just kidding. Entanglement <laughs> <laughs> and life partner. Yeah, you guys are you guys have your own weird situation going on over there that we don't really want to know about. So um <laughs> but um no, thank you guys so much. If you have anything that you wanna like plug real quick, I know like 
you know, at the lovely Jay at Instagram. But Jay, if you have anything else that you want to like plug or or no, nothing I nothing I can do right at this moment. Okay. Yeah. But follow her on Instagram at the lovely Jay. Yes. yes. And Jason at Jason Ortiz or Jason dot Ortiz. What is your IG and everything? Oh, um, Jason dot M dot Ortiz. Yay. And that's on <laughs> that's on IG. On right? Instagram, yeah. Okay, cool. So if people want relationship advice, if they want to what what is your, your book called so everyone can get it? Oh gosh, I got thirteen books. Um holy shit. Yeah. So I have um <laughs> I have one called Rescuing Your Relationship. That one's pretty good. Okay. Um I have one called Breakups Happen. Like, oh, it, it, yeah. So I guess if you just look up Jason <laughs> yeah. and Mortiz on Amazon, okay, you probably could find any one of them. Thirteen books. Shit. <laughs> I like it. Thirteen. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you up to see how I get a book. I know. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely, definitely. No, nah, for real, for real. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, Jay, Jay's got a very, very interesting life. I, I would love, <laughs> <laughs> love to read that number. So more. I've been told. <laughs> I would love to see that. But um, all right, so you guys look up Jason. Look, look up the lovely Jay. They will be back on the show again, and we'll do something else um, fun. Maybe we'll pick up this topic again, or we'll go off on something else. Who knows? It, it's just so unpredictable when it comes to us. <laughs> but love you, Maya. Love you guys. Thank love you. you, Jay. Thank you guys for coming. I, really I appreciate you guys. It. You guys yes. have a great um, rest of your evening there in New York, and you stay safe. You guys are yes. New York yes. is doing a great job, and of course, LA now is looking like shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I just came back from Florida, so I have to quarantine. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> You're like, you got to stay in your house for 14 days. Now. No. Nothing new, but yeah. Um, all right, awesome. Thank you guys again so much, um, and I'm looking forward to reading 13 books of Jason Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys will hear more stuff from the lovely Jay and definitely keep it locked into the buzz. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. All right, guys, I'll edit all that other okay. stuff out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much. Sorry it went. I knew I was. if I drank wine, it would go. Boom-